it's a good thing that I like went with my gut and I trusted my worth and I was able to book at my price. So sometimes people will try to do stuff like that, but every time that I've had to come to a point like financially, people have still continued to say yes because I believe in myself. Hi, amigos. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey of Pursuit podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode because it's our first guest episode of 2023. And I'm so excited to introduce you to Taylor Renee. She is a wedding photographer from Tulsa focused on capturing genuine moments for genuine people. Taylor's love for photography began in high school when she would go downtown with her camera and a group of friends to take pictures. Since then, she has studied photography at John Brown University, attended photography workshops and business courses to help improve her business in all ways possible. She's been in the photography industry for five years now through the last five years she has found her passion to be couples in particularly those who are engaged she says there's something about working around love that makes her job so easy and fun whether you're outgoing or introverted her goal is to make you comfortable in front of the camera very quickly before we dive into a little bit more about what we talked about in this episode i want to just let you guys know that there were some issues with some of the wi-fi connections and so there might be some in and outs within our conversation and also that i'm not feeling my best today so if you hear that in my voice while i'm doing the intro and outro please disregard i will be back next week hopefully feeling a little bit better We talked about a lot of different topics in this episode, such as pricing and what to look for when you're hiring a photographer or videographer for your big day. We talk a lot about sticking to your gut and believing in yourself and how to use your knowledge to help others in the industry, no matter your age. This conversation was honestly one of my favorites. It was such a great way to kick off the guest episodes of 2023, and I'm so excited for you guys to get to meet Taylor. So please welcome her to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Miss Taylor. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Excited. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. You're my first guest of 2023. No pressure whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's absolutely no pressure. I'm so excited that you agreed to come on the podcast just because I've been following you for some time. And I just think it's just so fun to get connected in another way. We've been connected through Instagram, but never through a one-on-one talk. So I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, this is my first podcast ever. Like I was saying, it's just, I don't know, it's something I've been wanting to do and I'm excited. I'm always passionate and pumped up to talk about what I do. And I also love hearing everybody else's passion. So this is a fit for me. I'm excited. Oh, yay. That makes me so happy to hear. Yeah. Well, then let's get started from the beginning because I kind of want to know a little bit about how you even got started taking photos and what made you decide to take that big step and start your own thing. When people ask me this question, I always say like, for me personally, I was always the girl in high school that was like, all right, let's go downtown. Let's go take pictures. I'm excited. Let's get dressed up cute. And I think that's honestly like how it started for me in any area of life. Like I very much want to do it do what I'm doing to the fullest and to my best. And that even includes like taking a picture, even if I'm taking a picture, like on my iPhone, like I want to make it the best. And I know that's just like a weird little thing, but I went to college for two years and I first started as business and I went to communications and I went back to business and I went back to communications. And I was like, I hate this. This honestly just isn't for me. School in general, like 
I was at a Christian college for two years and I wasn't at Loveny there. And then I went to a different school and it was just tough too. Cause I transferred schools like as a junior. So I was basically going into a whole different world with people that already had a connected group. Basically I was really like involved with each other. And like, I even joined a sorority to try to meet people and it just wasn't working. I'm very much like an extrovert. I would be intentional with my time and it just wasn't working out. So I've got a dog for one. Me and my dog, I was like, I got to have a reason up in the morning and somebody excited to see me because I was living on my own. So I got a dog and I just got really connected into the photography world. I went to my first workshop and the thing is with photography, like it's always been something I'm really interested in, but I didn't know I could like make money doing it basically because I grew up very much like with a business minded father. He's super business minded. He does all kinds of real estate, like land development, all that kind of stuff. And I think that me, like I always thought in the back of my mind, like, okay, you could take this over and do it really well, but you're not going to really love your job. I'm more of a creative mind, but I am business minded at the same time. So I just decided, okay, I'm going to do what I'm passionate about and I got to figure out how to make money doing what I do and do what I love. So like figuring out how to do both of those things was tough and scary for me but I decided to run with it and it's working so thank god I love that you even though you had a set plan with your family and your loved ones that you went ahead and you did what you love anyway can you walk me through what that decision was like once you really decided to go for it was there any either fear to tell the ones that you love that you wanted to go ahead and do this or was there more of a very certain decision and path that you were you really wanted so it was maybe a little easier but what was that kind of like for you kind of deciding something that maybe had been different to what people wanted for you yeah so man my mind is like spiraling with like different answers I can go with this but I think what it goes down to is kind of always done what I wanted to do so it's like my family very much knows like I want to do I'm gonna do that that might sound like weird but I have got to be passionate about what I'm doing or I'm just going to suck it up like straight up and so I told them like hey this is where I want to go I want to drop out of school like I was actually like depressed and it was just not a good thing going on for me so I think they could see like how low I was but at the same time there was a lot of pressure to be like okay like how can you make money doing this like we support you doing this but didn't know I would be able to get to the point that I am now but I think they just wanted me to prove it and I did prove it and yeah I even remember like when I first set my first goals like I've been setting goals for the past like four years now and the first time I set goals like my first year of weddings I told myself I wanted to book 10 weddings and I was like and I knew that was tough, but I was still really optimistic. And I was like, let's do it. And I told my dad that goal. And he he's like, Taylor, why don't you just make your goal to do one wedding? And I was like, oh my gosh, I can, I want to do 10, dad. I can do it. I swear I can do it. And I ended up doing 27. So it worked out. It was just more so, okay, let's see how you do this. This is like a business. Like I straight up started like from myself and I'm really proud of it. And I proved a lot to myself at the same time and surprised myself and also went over like the goals that I set. 
But at the time when I set them, they were really scary. So I tripped myself up and them at the same time. So I now they trust me though. And it's not like they ever didn't. It's just more so, okay, we've never done anything like this. We don't know anything about this. Yeah. And now it's working out. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. You really surpassed your goal. That's yeah. an incredible accomplishment. What was that like to get your first client? How did you feel when you were like, okay, I did one. I now you like got more. Yeah. So I remember when I got on my first call with a wedding client, I was like, okay, man, I could talk forever. I could talk about random things. My mind could go off in a different point. I even made like, before I got on my phone call, I even made like a phone call script for myself. And I'm like, Taylor, stay on these points, do the best that you can and make it feel natural when you're on the phone call. But it was exciting when they ended up booking my first wedding. I booked for $800 and I didn't even know if I was really worth that at the time, but that is not what I recommend charging because that is not sustainable. But yeah, it was awesome. I would have, I always tell my interns, like I would have licked a foot to be able to like what I'm doing now and to be able to have the opportunities I have now. So it's cool to see it actually come true because I wanted it so bad and I was driven every single day. Yeah, but it was exciting for sure. <laughs> now that you actually mentioned it, it was going to be a question later on that I had thought of, but you mentioned that you priced yourself low in the sense like you you weren't sure what yeah. to price yourself. So once you realized that you maybe did price yourself too low, how did you go about finding the right price from there? Yeah. So the good thing for me is like whenever I first started photography, like I was still living with my parents. I wasn't really responsible for anything besides fun money. That was like a blessing that I did have. So yeah, fun money. That's all I really had to rely on. But yeah, I didn't have to set my prices to make ends meet basically. So I do think that is an advantage that I did have, but it definitely got to the point where it's okay. Like you're wearing yourself out. And I think burnout versus, okay, you have to make a certain kind of amount of money to make ends meet was the point for me that I knew, hey, hey, you need to make sure you're charging up. Don't burn yourself out. Because charging $800 for a wedding, I did that two or three times. But if I were doing that now, like I would not be able to have done the things I've done now. I wouldn't be able to invest my money in other places. I just wouldn't, it would, I would have also just been burnt out. I don't think I would still be doing this. So just believe in yourself and pushing yourself. Okay, you're worth this. And every year too, just going up. Cause just like in any other way in life, like you shouldn't be complacent. Like you should be working towards the next level. So yeah, for me, I was just like, we gotta, that just can't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like that saying, right? Work smarter, not harder. And like once yeah. you have also this expertise, like this experience, you're pricing your value. You're pricing how much work and experience and like all the things you've learned with all the weddings you've done already. That's also mm -hmm. really valid. Oh yeah. And the thing is too, is like, I always tell my interns, like at the beginning, humble yourself a little bit, do a few things for that price. If something goes wrong on your first client, you're going to feel a lot better charging them $800 versus four girls. Let's, let's be honest with ourselves here. The first few things that we do, it should be a little cheap. <laughs> and then when you get more experience, you're more credible and then you charge more, obviously. Yeah. You mostly do weddings. You mostly do that special day for people. What do you feel like makes a really good photo or photographer? Like for someone that's listening that maybe is getting married, you yourself just got engaged. 
Congrats again, by the way. What what do you feel like people should look for when hiring a photographer or a videographer for their big day? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of technical things and then there's personality wise. And I think like honestly, like personality wise, like I'm an extrovert and I think this is a good extroverted job because the thing is, okay, half of my, my job is me at my desk editing away. The other half of me is going out there actually talking to people and a lot of the hardest part I think about a wedding day for me personally is like rallying the family for family photos and if you do not have a direct photographer somebody that's going to be able to be like okay this is what we're doing this is the time we're doing it like somebody that is definitely organized and somebody that can like run a show and isn't scared to talk over the mom or the dad if they need to with permission from the bride obviously you want to be respectful there but sometimes like the bride a lot of the time won't want to speak up for herself but she'll tell you to and so you being able to be assertive and being like okay this is what we're doing guys everybody let's go and do it in a respectful way I think personality wise you definitely want someone that's going to be able to do that and then also the other side that I was going with is more technical like you want to make sure you have somebody with experience somebody that has done this a few times, someone you can trust. With camera gear, you want someone that shoots and backs up their images in lots of different places. I back mine up in four different places. Like your cards will not be missing. Like you will get your photos. So you wanna make sure that somebody knows about their gear and backs up the images and yeah, can run the show at the same time. This might be maybe a personal question, but if you don't wanna answer this, you definitely don't have to. But have you ever had to say no to a client? Like someone that maybe saw your work and maybe you weren't aligned with that person was, what was Uh that like for you if you had to do that? Yeah. So I'm trying to think of an actual instance. Like I do this a lot of the time now because I'm more creditable. Like there was a time in my life, I'm like, I'll take anything and everything. And now like, I'm very much trying to ideal, like align what I do, what I put out there with my ideal client to attract that ideal client. And so now I'm very much, okay, this is the person I want to attract. This is what I want to put my energy towards in order to avoid burnout. So I don't think there's an actual like situation besides like people that just don't, I like align with my ideal client, but there has been times where it's been financial and people have been like, okay, like this is our budget. Like they might still be ideal client, but for instance, I've had somebody come to me on a phone call phone call went great. They said they were going to talk it over. And I don't remember what exactly like I charged at the time, but let's just say it was like $3,500. They called me and they're like, Hey, we really want you, but can you do it for $3,000? And I was like, that's $500. could really use that $3,000, but my price is 3,500. Like that's it. So I got on the phone calls like, Oh my gosh, I was really excited about you guys. I absolutely would love to shoot your day. But at the same time, I know I can book this date at the price that I've set. So I'm sorry, I'm going to have to do it for $3,500 or not at all. And they were like, okay, then we'll book you. And it was like, okay, it's a good thing that I like went with my gut and I trusted my worth and I was able to book at my price. So sometimes people try to do stuff like that, but every time that I've had to come To a point like financially, people have still continued to say yes because I believe in myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I think also, like you said, it's like transactional in the sense of they also see 
how you yourself are selling yourself in the sense of you know your value, you know all the put you work into, how many hours you spend in front of a camera, in front of the computer, the ups and downs of pretty much every single wedding I feel like by now. So that's included in that price. So I think when you stand your ground and like you said, you follow your gut with anything, it usually never leaves you astray. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's funny too, because it's like, there was a time I would have done it for five dollars not really it's like now we trust ourselves and it's paying out and it's working out so yeah you said you spend a lot of time editing as well so not only are you there on the big day or on anyone's day not even just weddings but like whenever you're not actually taking the photos you're now editing and spending hours picking which photos and editing all the different little things inside what do you feel like is something that has to stand out to you on a special photo? What makes you choose one over the other? Lighting is a big part of it. Like I always tell my clients, which I don't really need this, but I do at the same time. If there's a dumpster in the back and the lighting is more beautiful, like I can make that look pretty good. It's very much like lighting matters so much. Like if you have shadows that are aligning like on your face, like that's just distracting. But if your face looks really good and you're lit up correctly, I'm choosing that image always over a different image as long as that lighting looks good but yeah and I try different things too a lot of the time I have set kind of poses and then I like take the time to choose maybe four or five different poses that I haven't seen and go with that but those not they're not always my favorite but sometimes they are and it's exciting when they are (laughs) yeah you just said something that reminded me of how like really you have a third part of your business which is also promoting it and putting it on socials what's that been like for you in the sense of not only do you now have to take the picture then edit it but then also creating promotional content and putting your business out there how has that been like for you man there's just always something to do working for yourself in general like I think this is how it is for anybody that's working for themselves it's just there's always something to do and setting those set times for yourself is super important but yeah I don't know I even have my little whiteboard in front of me that has all the things I need to do and like half of them are social media related and then we have okay typically I edit like a session or two or three a week but editing doesn't take too long for me but the social media stuff like especially keeping up with the trends and everything and reels all that like Man, Instagram is not looking as hot as it did two months ago. I'm going to look. It's like, it's honestly, to be transparent, you're always like slumping a little bit in one area. I feel like it's like we got shooting, we have Instagram and we have editing and it's like, we always get it done. And again, like I only put stuff out that I'm like a hundred percent really liking. And but right now it's okay. Instagram's the one that like my energy isn't towards And so I'm just putting nothing out and that's not great. (laughs) But the other two things I'm working on are doing really well. And so, yeah, I feel like there's always something to do. And Instagram right now is the one that my, it's hard to put my energy towards, but I also get fired up about Instagram and really excited about it at other times. It just depends how I'm feeling. Spoken like a true entrepreneur. There's always something you can be doing. There's always something that you can add to the list or get better at or, and I think You even added something, I think, recently to your business, which was mentorship and internships. Can you talk a little bit about that? Why did you decide to do that? Okay, so I love both of these. These are my most favorite thing that I do, like with my job, straight up just mentorships 
and my internships, because those are two different things. So my internships is, I have two girls that are about to come in actually for five hours. They come in for five hours a week. And I basically give them like all the knowledge that they need to start their own business in exchange with them, like helping me out with little things like blog posters or like Pinterest, things that like I can like go of control of for them to help me out. And I help them build a business in exchange. So those girls are, I take two of them a year and they're just awesome. I've had eight now, which is crazy. I absolutely love, I've had people that come through and they go full time now. That's like their whole job. And it's just so incredible. Yeah. Again, like I'm just so passionate about talking about things people are like passionate about. And I have so much knowledge to give that I want to give it away because at the same time, okay. I feel like photography is very like oversaturated profession almost there's also room for everybody at the same time because people are always getting married and my client isn't my deal client isn't going to be the same as somebody else's and at the same time like nobody can do what I'm doing the same way that I'm doing it so it doesn't really feel like competition at the same time does that make sense so I love teaching those girls and then I do mentorships which is basically the same thing but we put it all into one day not all of it, but you get to choose from five topics. And yeah, we just go over those five topics. We do a branding shoot. I also set up a styled shoot with one of my planners. And basically we build like a styled shoot for your ideal client to help you attract that person whenever you leave. So you have that content and you can go and you can post it and be like, Hey, I did this and I want to attract more of this. So yeah, that's definitely these are, this is where my love is right now. And it has been for a long time, like in goal for me is teaching and I absolutely love it. So yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah. That's so honestly, like I love when I saw that, that you did that, I thought that was so cool and admirable because I feel like it's almost something that you don't see too often, like a very mm-hmm. young entrepreneur being so open to just give so much knowledge to other maybe young entrepreneurs, up and coming creatives, etc. I think it's just so cool that you are so open to being like, okay, yeah, come into my space, come into my studio, let me give you my knowledge. And then not only that, but you, I've seen that you also have followed up with them. Like it's something that you have harnessed. Like it's a true friendship, a true mentorship. And so I think that's super admirable. And I really congratulate you on that. Thank you so much. It really is. Like I, I told, my girls too like I very much do so put my energy towards this or I'm not going to do it at all so like at the end of the year last year I didn't do it because I was building a house and my energy wasn't there but it's back and I really do I invest so much time energy and money into these girls I very much want them to soar and I set my expectations for them too like they have homework and if you guys don't do your homework like it's generally going to disappoint I want you guys to invest in this as much as I am but I really do. I love it so much. And it's also really rewarding too to see them like go full time at the end just because it's like it works. And yeah, but when it comes to like age, what you're talking about, I really thought about that until you just said that. And yeah, like I'm only 24 right now. But yeah, you're right. Like most of the people that are giving this away are like 35 and not shooting weddings anymore. And I'm like in the middle of it and giving it away, which is really interesting because <laughs> I haven't thought it, but in time I think it's just a mindset thing of like, I don't look at it at them as like competition but more so hey we there's room in this industry for everybody and I don't feel like threatened by people at the same time because we're all different and our styles are all different even the way we communicate and it's like whoever fits is going to be the best fit so yeah but that's cool <laughs> 
And not only that, but I feel like something we talk about on the podcast so much, and honestly, this is the reason why I started the show, is that I felt like there was this whole sea of podcasts that were of people that were older than us, like in their 30s, 40s, like late 30s, late 40s, late 50s. And they were all talking about like how they had, quote unquote, made it and had all these accomplishments. But I always left the conversation thinking like, what were you doing at my age? You know what I mean? What were you doing at 24, 25, 26, 27, 28? It wasn't just so sudden and it just didn't just like happen. And so to your point, like, I think that that is even more special, you know, that you're like, you're 24 and you're like, I'm going to give all of my knowledge because why not? You know what I mean? If you can, you should. And I think it just harnesses connection. I think it just makes space for new people and new creativity. And I think that is so special. So that's why I wanted you to talk a little bit more about it because I hadn't really ever seen someone so young be like, I offer internships and mentorships because I already have experience that is valuable. And so I think that is incredible. I think it's so cool. Oh, thank you so much. I haven't really thought about that before. So now I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> you should. You should. It's something that's super, um, I forgot, I don't even know what the word is, but commendable is that how you say it yeah I think so well yeah I think my words so I'm gonna trust you (laughs) yeah it's like commendable it's just something that you you look up to that's the whole point of this show is like for people to listen to this and be like I can do that too no matter my age yes and I tell my interns that all the time I'm so transparent with everything and I'm transparent about numbers and there's a lot of trust that you gotta have to be the intern but at the same time like I always tell them like I'm not telling you these things as in to brag, but more so like you can genuinely do this. And I want to pound that in your head and you leave knowing like you can do this too. And nothing's special about me, but you can do it too. And that's really what it all boils down to. There's actually a new question I've been thinking about asking on the podcast to my guests. And it's what does the journey of pursuit mean to you when you hear that? What does that mean to you? I think it's, I think it's kind of what I was talking about earlier. And it's like, you have to believe in yourself in the ups and downs. Cause like in any business, you can compare yourself to people all day long, or you can get up and not be driven that day. If you're not driven, I guess there's sometimes I'm not most of the time I am with this job. Cause I do love it so much, but it's like going through it, all the rockiness, like, and straight up, like proving you can do things and proving it to yourself. Even when you're like, I don't feel like doing this today. Or if people tell you differently, just run in with it. Because you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. And it's really exciting whenever you get to the, when you get to the highs, but at the same time, reflecting back on those lows and looking positively and being like, okay, this happened for a reason. That's ultimately really rewarding in itself too. You just have to have the mind set to like, look at it that way. And you might look at it later on, but at the same time, it's just, it's exciting. So yeah, I think it's going through all the path, the whole thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Taylor, I've loved this conversation. You've left me so inspired. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you have to. This is so good. I'm so glad I got to do it. I just love talking about this kind of stuff. So it was a good way to start my day. Oh, that's awesome. You can tell that you're really passionate about it just from, I know no one can actually see you right now, but just like your face was literally lit up as you were talking about this. Please let people know where they can find you. If they want to apply to be a part of your mentorship or your internships, let us know where we can find you. Yes. So you can find me at Taylor Renee photos on Instagram. It is T-A-Y-L-O-R-E-N-E and then photos at the end. So I hope to see you guys there. Thank you so much, Dre. I enjoyed this. 
I loved my conversation with Taylor. I hope you did too. Here are the takeaways from Taylor's episode. Number one, when pricing yourself, think work smarter, not harder. Remember not to burn yourself out. Number two, in the beginning, humble yourself a little bit. Do things for a lower price to gain the experience. Number three, always trust your gut and remember to believe in yourself. Number four, as entrepreneurs, there is something we could be doing all the time. Number five, no matter your age, you can give your expertise to others. Number six, there's room in this industry for everybody. And number seven, it's all about the path and the journey there. Enjoy it. It's so good to be back and doing the guest episodes. These episodes bring me so much happiness, so much joy, knowing that I can share other people's stories and that you can learn from them and that I can have conversations with other creatives and get connected is one of the most beautiful things about being a creative. And I don't know if you agree with me on that, but if you do, then you're in the right place because this is the show where I want to keep bringing more entrepreneurs, more creatives on here to talk about how they've been able to do what they love no matter their age. And so if you just heard that and you were like, oh my gosh, Drea, I know someone that should be on your show, please DM me at Drea Lopez without the Ian Lopez or at the journey of pursuit and let's get connected on another note I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this I have talked about it a few times on the podcast but I have been doing something since October that has brought me so much joy and has allowed me to connect with other creatives in another way and that is sending quotes of the day to people in my email list and this is completely free it's just a way for me to support you guys giving you a little something to look forward to in your inbox every single morning to start your day off on the right foot and so if you're like i kind of want to try that out i kind of want to see what that's like getting something in my inbox every single morning that i can read and kind of set the tone for the day then you can join us down below there's a link in the show notes or you can visit my website www.drealopez.com this one does have the ian lopez and you can sign up there again it's completely free it's just a way for me to give back to my community and have something to look forward to every single day to get your day started on the right foot i also totally get not wanting to receive an email every single day so i keep them short and sweet but if that's not really your vibe then no worries at all if you only want to be a part of my normal newsletter where i kind of just keep you updated on things about my life like like new music or podcast episodes or even things I'm working on at the moment, even adventures I'm having in Madrid, anything like that, then you can also just find the link below where it says stay updated and I won't bombard you with daily quotes, but you can still stay updated on parts of my life that I love sharing with you guys. All right, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for being here. As always, you know how grateful I am for this community and the fact that we're doing this. We're continuously doing this after almost three years of podcasting, guys. It seriously brings me so much joy every single time I sit down and record, every single time I have a conversation with someone. It just makes me so happy. So thank you so much for being here and for tuning in and for listening and sharing the show. With that said, if you want to leave us a review or you want to give us, I don't know, a little love on social media, then please definitely do. I would be so grateful. Thank you so much again. I will see you guys next time. Ciao.